Fit Nation. It's Fit Nation. Awesome. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Misfit Nation. If you're struggling or feel like you're leading a path towards the darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about the how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You're not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you, if you feel like you are a burden to someone or feel embarrassed, call the assistance hotline at 1-800-273-8255 and press option one. Do not make a permanent decision to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. If you haven't already, download the Military Broadcast app and check out our family of shows. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Misfit Nation. It's the underscore Misfit Nation. This will keep you up to date on our latest news, episodes, and of course, the stories of our guests. Speaking of which, our next guest has owned her own business since 2014 and worked to improve herself through personal development. After personally experiencing burnout, she now helps successful entrepreneurs who struggle to take time away from their business to create a sustainable work-life balance. So without further ado, let's welcome Nicole Stanfield to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much, Rich. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Uh, glad uh, we were able to connect uh, through this virtual world of ours that we live in now. It's awesome. I can just reach out and talk to you. You're in Colorado. I'm in Tennessee. And it's it's great to be easily interview you now and not have to worry about uh, flying out to see each other or sitting in a studio somewhere. Exactly. Yes. So if you don't mind, Nicole, uh, tell the Misfit Nation a little bit about your backstory, how it all started and, and where we are now. Yeah, so I, so there was a, so I started my business in 2014 and I was doing it and I was focusing on digital marketing and that was awesome. Yay. Great. Uh, And then about four years in, I started um, having some really interesting things uh, happen and I didn't, I didn't really know like what the signs were, what was going on. So uh, I would complete a project and it would be a big project. And instead of feeling a sense of accomplishment, I would be, oh, they're not going to like it or there's something going to be wrong with it or it's not good enough. And then I would go and I would work on, uh, I would do a meeting, a Zoom meeting, and I would get so frustrated at the end of it that I had to take a break and I had to like step away. And I had to almost just like be angry and yell and rage quit because the meeting was so stupid. We all know about that now with Zoom. Um, and then or I get a client email and I just be so frustrated. I didn't even want to open the email. I didn't even want to go to my email or see my inbox. I would go to work for like 15 minutes and then I would just, I couldn't concentrate. I was so distracted and I was so bored and I would take a break and then it would turn into like an hour long break and 15 minutes of work for an hour long break when you're paid hourly is not good use of your time or very productive. You're not going to make much money doing that. <laughs> and so I saw, I had all these things showing up for me, but I didn't really know what was going on. I was like, this is really weird. Why am I angry all the time? Why am I frustrated? Why do I not have any ideas anymore? Why am I so quick to react to things? And I just, I, I felt really lost. So my husband is a teacher and he was taking a course on burnout. And he asked me one day and he was like, did you know, like one of the signs of burnout is being angry <laughs> a lot. And I, and I was like, no, I, I didn't know that. And then we looked at it and it turned out that I was showing quite a few of the signs of burnout. And so um, having low energy, 
having a lack of motivation and low confidence. Those are the three top signs of burnout. But a lot of times one of those side effects of that is being angry and quick to anger. And so I realized that I could be experiencing some burnout, but when I searched online for burnout, I didn't, I didn't get anything for entrepreneurs. Everything was like for teachers or for doctors, which definitely they have burnout. And we all have experienced some level of burnout after finals week or the holidays with our families when we're just done and we need some space. But this was a, this was a different level and it, it was, it was almost paralyzing. I didn't know what to do. So I decided I would take a week off because that was going to solve everything. One week vacation. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, it didn't. It just needless to say, it did not. And I spent the entire week sitting on my couch and not really having the motivation to get up, to go and do something, to like changing, like changing my clothes and taking a shower and feeding my dogs was a lot of work. And that wasn't some, that wasn't the person I was. That wasn't who I identified with. I normally had lots of energy. And so it was like, something needs to change. This is, or I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to lose all these things that I've been doing. And that was a really hard, uh, low uh, place to be in. And I, I had to work through that by sharing my story with people, by talking to people, by saying, I'm in burnout. This is how you can support me. I, I challenged things. I broke commitments. I had to walk away from my biggest client. I lost about $20,000, but I realized that it was a very toxic relationship for me to be in and that I needed to shift away from that. And so unfortunately, I had to make a really hard decision especially because I was clinging to that money. I really wanted it in my life. <laughs> and I, I, had to, I had to make a different choice that was healthier for me overall. Definitely. I mean, uh, money is one thing, but health and happiness is a total other and better thing for not just you, but you and your husband. Because I'm sure by you burning out at work and through entrepreneurism, he was feeling it too at home and being a teacher, I'm sure he's feeling the burnout on his side as well. So my wife's a teacher as well. And there's days I just don't need to go near her. I just, I try just to divert away to stay clear of the, the anger and not do anything to even make it worse. <laughs> yeah. They, they get a lot uh, as, as teachers, they have so much that they have to deal with. And so you're absolutely right. It was happening and showing up in different ways, but for both of us. And I'm sure that's a lot of fun in the house, uh, having both of you burning out at the same time and, and then still trying to function as normal as a normal couple and having that healthy relationship at home and not wanting to take it out on each other. So it's probably a lot of ping pong dancing going on. Yeah, it was it was really exhausting. I'm really glad that he wasn't as bad as I was so that he could say, you know, if you need to leave this this client and leave the money then we will make it work. We will figure out how to make it work. Because if he hadn't been able to tell me that, like we can make it work, then it would have been like, I have to stay. I can't change. I can't do something different. And so I really appreciate him helping me shift. So then I could say, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. I'm going to, my monthly income is going to be cut in half and we can still survive. Those are all, uh, pluses for you for both of you when you 
he's able to support you and you're able to understand what you you can do to still get by and that i'm sure i'm sure now looking back you both take a deep breath and say that that was a great choice and we're both here and happy uh, both of you and your and your dog uh, your dog children as well <laughs> exactly so i mean you understood that you were seeing the signs and you were actually uh actively doing the research to see if if it was affecting you do a lot of people not understand the signs that are happening and sometimes wait way too long to understand what's going on so a lot of times what ends up happening is we think oh i'm just really tired i've been pushing i've been doing a lot of work recently i just need to get some sleep or i just need to take a break or whatever that is but then when we continue to do it and we don't get that break so we're pushing through for a project, but we're not taking our lunch breaks, or we have some habits that are kind of toxic, like we're not taking breaks throughout our day. We don't know when our day ends. We're working. We don't know when it starts. We're answering emails at night, some of those things. So those are boundaries that we can set. If you have a boss, maybe they help you set some of those boundaries. Maybe they don't uh, with like working remote, right? Some of those boundaries have been crossed, but if you're an entrepreneur, there isn't someone else there to say, hey, like we're done working. It's the end of the day. And so a lot of times there's this expectation, this almost toxic productivity of being like, you need to be available at all times. You need to make sure that you're always answering, always checking your email, always answering, always checking social media to see what's popping up, what's showing. And that that's almost the expectation to talk to another person and being like, I'm so burnt out. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed. But... I got this client or I made $10,000 or I finished the website or whatever the project is. So we say, it's okay if I'm suffering emotionally or mentally or physically, as long as I got that thing done. We don't normally go up to each other and say, you know, I'm really well rested and I feel really content at the moment. It's true. (laughs) No one ever really says those things to you. No, no, we're very comfortable going up to each other and being like, I'm so burned out. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And so I want to shift that paradigm and say, why don't we celebrate that when we're well rested and feel really content? Definitely. But I'm sure there's a lot of mistakes that people make when they're attempting their initial self-care. What have you seen since you started taking care of yourself that that are mistakes others make when they're attempting to make self-care? I think that one of the biggest challenges that people face when they're trying to do self-care is that they're like, oh, well, self-care is selfish. And I, so I don't want to be that selfish person. I don't want to take time for myself. I could give to someone else with that time. And what I want to remind people who are listening is that it's an opportunity for you to fill yourself up so then you can give to others. If you continue to give from an empty cup, then that will lead you to burnout. I was trying to give from a cup that barely had anything left in it. And I was giving from the dregs and then I would just be exhausted at the end of my day and I had nothing left for myself or anybody else. And so instead, if I shift it and I say, I need to pay myself first, I need to take care of me so I still have a business. And I need to fill up my cup so that that's my responsibility. It's no one else's responsibility to fill me up. I have to take responsibility for that myself. So then it's shifting 
where you're putting your energy to say, if I do this, then I can give to others. It'll be easier, better. I'll get more from it. So sometimes taking that challenging that self-care is selfish. I like to, I like to encourage people to say that try taking care of themselves, try doing self-care just a little bit. Sometimes we feel like we have to do it all, like for 30 minutes or an hour, a really long time, but it can be a 15 minute daily practice. Things that you get enjoyment from, like for me, it'd be taking a walk or taking a nap or reading. Those are all things that I can do that fill me up that also are part of my self-care routine and help me take a break and help make sure that I'm, I'm increasing my energy. Those are all good ones. Uh, I think I've seen people practice all of those at different times, but not all of them together, I guess, uh, doing all things at one day or uh, during a week. A lot of the, everyone I know likes to take naps. So, I mean, I guess that's a, that's a big one for everybody. <laughs> right. Especially whenever, whatever it looks like for you. I think that's the last part. The mistake that I see a lot of people making is that they feel like it has to look a certain way and that self-care is only this one thing. And it's taking a bubble bath. Now, if that doesn't do it for you, then that's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. What I encourage people to do is that there's, there's a line between doing something that's unhealthy, like binging a TV show, because I get asked about this a lot. Is sitting and watching a TV show, is that self-care or not? And so there's a line where it's hazardous, and you get to decide where that line is. Probably 10 hours, you know, might be a little bit much. Um, <laughs> But you get to decide when is this fulfilling me and when is this like an addictive thing that I have to watch the next episode? When am I making a choice to watch it because I just need the downtime and it's I feel really good after it? Or when am I just clicking next because it's there and it's available? So that that's where the when it's an intentional choice versus when it's a subconscious. Oh, yes, that's true. And we've noticed over the last two years that many people have watched the, the libraries of every show they've ever watched over and over again uh, for, for the last two years as they worked from home or just were home because they couldn't get to work and they had to do things at home and be with their kids and have to find ways not to be around them as much as possible. So they streamed a lot of shows, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I think that there there is value to that and being able to check out and be in a different world and experience that. Absolutely. And you get to decide when it is fulfilling you and when it is something that is mindless. Definitely. You know, most times, I, most people I talk to, I think it's just mindless. They think that you're, that's just the best thing to do, not change channel or, or stand up and just watch that same thing over and over and over again for, like you said, hours and hours of a day. And uh, it could just become, it just becomes painful after a while because you're actually hurting yourself more by just sitting there. Yes, Absolutely. And so, there's a part, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just want to make sure that uh, I know that part of your show also addresses and talks about mental health and having that conversation. And so part of my experience with burnout meant that I was worried that I might be experiencing depression as well. When I was sitting on the couch and I, I didn't have any energy and I was like, I'm not motivated to do anything, which is not like me. And I just was like, dead, Ugh, done. 
I decided that I needed to uh, see if I was experiencing depression or not and get help. So I went and I did the, I went online and worked with a therapist there and I wasn't showing all of the signs of depression and I wasn't showing them for more than three days out of the week. So I wasn't experiencing clinical depression. I just had some of the signs of it, like really low energy and some of that. So that helped me identify where I was at and that I needed to take some breaks. So that's what I worked with him on working through that. But I also did some meditation and I was very judgmental towards meditation before I started it. And I feel like meditation can look a lot of different ways. For some people, it could be praying. For some people, it can be just breathing. For some people, it can have a certain intention, whatever that looks like for you. But for me, mindfulness meditation, just a little bit, like five to 10 minutes of it each day, helped me shift from being really reactionary and everything made me angry and I just pop off to being able to take that beat and then say, oh, how do I want to respond? So things that used to make me angry, it, my husband describes it this way. It was like being in the matrix and seeing the bullets like go by me instead of having to step into them or engage with them. I could kind of be like, oh yeah, that thing used to really make me angry, but I don't, I don't have to pay attention to it anymore if I don't want to. It sounds that the matrix is good. <laughs> it's awesome. How he, he correlated that. That's a great way to do that. The slow motion bullets and dancing around them. That's good. Uh, so is what ways do you see for the people you are able to talk to and actually successfully help them with burnout? How can they prevent their own burnout? If they already see, if they see the signs like you did, what are the best ways they can do? Is it pausing, taking a step back like you did? Or is, like you said, is one size doesn't fit all for everyone, but are there some tried and true techniques that they can do to prevent the burnout from actually happening? Yeah. So the, the first thing that if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, that is me. I'm so worried. I don't want to end up like her and losing money and, and all this stuff. Right. So don't panic. It doesn't, it doesn't have to look that way for you. That's what I chose. The first step is that pay attention to your lunch. It is a re- it, if you need help taking lunch, go to your calendar and make a recurring event called lunch for like 30 minutes each day, even though it may not be something that you actually take at that time, it can be something you want to work towards. And it's also a reminder when it comes up on your phone and you can then choose, okay, am I working on a project or am I going to take this break right now? So whether you eat on that break or not, it doesn't necessarily matter. What's important is you're paying attention to my brain needs downtime. I need to stretch my legs. I need to go outside if possible and like get some fresh air. That really helps combat burnout. Um, Taking breaks throughout your day will increase your productivity. And it also helps you when I come back, I'm much more engaged in what I'm doing. So if there's a problem that I was working on that I couldn't solve, if I take a break and I come back to it, then I'm much more effective. So that lunch break and then if if necessary, when do you want to end your day? I, in my calendar, I have reminders of, I want to remember, I want to take a break for myself around this time. And I want to end my day this time. Does it always happen? No, life happens. It isn't always at the same time every day, but it's a reminder of where I want to get to. 
and it's a reminder of where I want to be at. So then when I get it, I can say, oh, yeah, I probably actually have done enough for my day. I could I could be done today or no, I got to wrap up a couple of things, but I want to be done soon. So it's five o'clock is my is my cutoff time to say, OK, if I'm doing something after that, it's conscious. It's not a oh, somehow I worked until 8 p.m. And I don't even know like where that happened. <laughs> Where today go? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it can happen. Sometimes you're really into stuff, and like that's great if it's a choice. Okay, right. but if it's something that just happens to you and then it happens consistently, it's gonna lead to burnout, for sure. Definitely will, yes. And I know uh, one of the hardest things for you is to give up that high, that high money, the high dollar client you had for each that twenty twenty thousand dollar client. That's a big number for a lot of entrepreneurs. And for you to do that, that took a lot of strength and the willpower to do it because you said it was still, it was a toxic relationship between the two of you anyway. But how does a lot of people who suffer burnout, it's because they don't know how to say no, or they say yes to everyone there, think they have to please everyone. How can someone learn to say no without feeling that guilt on the other side of it? So what I found is that if it doesn't work for me, then it won't work for them. For example, if there's something that someone invites you to go to and you don't want to go, like a networking event, and you're exhausted and you're tired, but you're like, I have to go because maybe there will be someone there who would want to work with me or something like that. And then you go and then you stand in the corner and you have your like little tray of goodies and you just sit there and eat them and give off the vibes of nobody talk to me because you don't really want to be there. Then you're probably actually not going to attract that many people to you. And, and I say this sarcastically because obviously in this scenario, no, nobody's going to want to come and talk to you. But I've been that person where if I would have taken that time and I would have just said, no, I don't have energy to go to this networking event instead of worrying that I was going to miss out on a potential client, then I could have spent that time doing something for me or driving home or having a, taking a break, whatever that looked like in my day. But instead I showed up and I was angry and I was grumpy and I didn't want to be there and I had bad energy. So that wasn't good for the event either. That wasn't good for them. So I found that.
So the wave of emotion that those teachers go through because of, you know, saying no, or are you even saying no to a client that has to hurt that you had to hurt and feel that anger inside that anger came back to you. So I said, no, that they're never going to want to talk to me again, but maybe that no actually helped them as well because they were trying to do too much or something on that nature. So both sides of the fence happened at that time. So I think everything you've done is yours being successful at it and helping others is even better to help them to get past those, those obstacles as well. Yes. Thank you. So if someone is listening to this, then they, a way that they can get some information about maybe where they're at, where their balance is at, what they want it to look like. I have a really quick little quiz that's on my website at myintuitioncoach.com forward slash balance quiz. And you can take that and you can kind of get a gauge of where you're at. Right down the end of that, so it wasn't on there. <laughs> so, good. So hopefully if you take that quiz, you learn where you're at, or and you can actually hire Nicole to help you out at the end of that quiz. I'm guessing there's another link at the end that'll tell them how to contact or contract you to get in there and uh, learn how to be better at what they do and get through days better. Yeah, you can learn more information on my website. You can apply to do a free strategy session there. Um, and then at the end of the quiz, I just share your results and invite you to join my newsletter. Awesome. So it's not really nothing that's going to hurt you. Inviting a newsletter is not going to hurt you. You can always unsubscribe on those. So it's not something that costs you money. So no. take advantage of things like this and uh, and don't, uh, don't hesitate to stop yourself from burning out. Definitely. Nicole, Nicole if you can give three bits of advice that an entrepreneur, a lot of our vets that are veterans that are on here are entrepreneurs and they may not understand that they're burning out. If you can give them three or any bit of advice not to burn out, what would it be? That you have to take care of your needs in order to be successful in your business, in your life, in other areas that to me, balance means that you are able to take care and address what you need so then you can give to others in whatever way that looks like, whether you have employees or you have a family or you have other people who depend on you, etc. cetera. Uh, when you were talking in the beginning about people who are around you, who think about you and who care about you and are in your life, they're all there and you need to make sure that you take care of yourself. So I'm giving you permission to acknowledge I need something and that's valid and I'm going to go and take care of that for myself. And that's also valid. So give yourself permission to do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. And thank you for taking some of your time tonight to hang out with us and the Misfit Nation and share some advice with them, tips and tricks to be more productive in their days without burning themselves out. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks for having me, Rich. No problem. Have a good night. You too.
City's on star. All you see for miles are people spilling in and out of cars. Man, all of these bars are making a killing everywhere I go. Looks like it's a place to be. I see people that I know, but I feel like there's no one here but me. Downtown's dead without you. up and hack bartender for another round here's to our best bad decision situation no conditions or memories we all need to drown so fill your cup raise it up jump in join the club and float this whiskey river reservoir we're gonna spend the weekend in the deep end of a dive bar 
nothing left her lost and lonely one who's ever swam against the tide. Thank you, Mrs. Oasis. It's the safest of places that a broken heart can find a high. So here's a toast, coast to coast, with a big old adios to wishes wasted on them falling stars. We're gonna spend the weekend in the deep end of a dive bar. It's just chapter after chapter Happy never after But that's just the way the story goes For some bar still believers Wear our heart out on our sleeves Just go and wear the neon glows Chapter, happy never after, but that's just the way the story goes. Yeah, we're just never quite belongers, hanger oners, way too long. Just buzzing where the neon glows. We've all got them, let them sink down to the bottom. Doesn't matter who or where you are. We're gonna spend the weekend and the deep end. The water's fine, y'all, so just come on. Hope you enjoyed that. You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up-and-comer in any industry of music, in the arts. Have them reach out to us on TheMisfitNation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are... Fit, 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 fit Nation.